Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Greg. Thanks for joining me today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. prayer for peace. O God, the author of peace and lover of unity, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Today we'll be reading from Acts chapter 1. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes, and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus who is taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. And when they had entered, they went up to the upper room where they were staying, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James. All these with one accord were devoting themselves to prayer, together with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. In those days Peter stood up among the brothers. The company of persons was in all about a hundred and twenty, 
and said, Brothers, the scripture had to be fulfilled which the Holy Spirit spoke beforehand by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. For he was numbered among us and was allotted his share in this ministry. Now this man acquired a fool with the reward of his wickedness, and falling headlong he burst open in the middle, and all his bowels gushed out. And it became known to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that the field was called in their own language, Akeldama, that is, field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, May his camp become desolate, and let there be no one to dwell in it, and let another take his office. So one of the men who have accompanied us during all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us, one of these men must become with us a witness to his resurrection. And they put forward two, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was also called Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, You, Lord, who know the hearts of all, show which one of these two you have chosen to take the place in this ministry and the apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. And they cast lots for them, and the lot fell on Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven apostles. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, I'm excited to begin the book of Acts with you all as we go through our abide reading, and uh, we'll be going through the book of Acts for the next little bit, chapter by chapter, and uh, super excited about that and thankful to do it with you guys we, um, as we begin in this book, um, it's important to note that Luke is the writer. So, um, as we read the book of, of Luke earlier this year, uh, just he is continuing what he was communicating um, about all that Jesus did and taught, and uh, this is a continuation of his work. And uh, it was difficult for me to <laughs> to stop here. Uh, the rest of the book of Acts is such a, um, just such a story of God's mission and God's blessing upon the world. Uh, but as I was reflecting on this chapter in particular, uh, the word preparation really was uh, the theme for me, was uh, really standing out for me as I was uh, looking at this chapter. And um, it's very much the, the, the chapter of setting the stage for what is to come. Uh, the Holy Spirit hasn't been given yet to the disciples, and so they are literally saying goodbye to Jesus, going into the upper room, uh, appointing another apostle by casting lots and trying to figure this out, and, and in many ways just sitting and praying together. And uh, we, we see this, this tension in verse 6 of, of the disciples asking Jesus before he's he's ascending into heaven, you know, are you going to establish the kingdom now? Is it going to be now? And you see this this zeal and this passion, but but this excitement about them, and and Jesus doesn't squelch it, but he basically says, hey, it's not for you to know, uh, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons that are appointed by the Father, and th- that that strikes me because. There's a there's a sense of the, the the apostles and the disciples are they're they're rearing to go and yet they're not ready uh, and, and Jesus gives them a stern challenge to say hey you go back to Jerusalem you wait and you prepare 
Uh, you prepare by looking to me and by waiting upon my spirit. And so Jesus goes into heaven and they're, they're sitting there or, or standing there looking up into heaven and then angels appear. It's like, what, what are you doing? You know, uh, you're just stand, staring into the clouds. Jesus told you to go back to Jerusalem. Go back to Jerusalem and wait. Uh, and and so just this recurring kind of theme of like, man, how are we preparing? How are we preparing? Are we are we getting ahead of ourselves? And and just this this uh, reality that that even as they're sitting and praying and they're all together devoting themselves to prayer, uh, Peter stands up and is like, man, we got to prepare. And uh, we gotta we gotta have another apostle kind of stand in the, the the gap that that was left by Judas. And and the chapter ends with this conclusion of they've they've appointed him as, as Matthias as an apostle, and it just kind of ends there. And so I think my question for for us today is um, what are we what are we preparing for? Um, or maybe better yet, how are we preparing? Because I think there's in a, the life of our church, there's a lot going on. And um, as we talk about uh, what it means to be family together, as we move into a new space and a new building, and uh, you know, we set forth these these ten hopes over the next uh, five years. That there's so many things that we want to to move into. And and I, I'm convicted this morning. I'm convicted in this moment. Just. There's a sense of like we are we are laying the preparation for what is to come, um, and and asking you uh, and asking myself um, how am I preparing for what the Lord is going to do, as He has promised by the giving of His Spirit to the disciples to us, the Lord will do His work. He will bring His kingdom. He will redeem and save those who are his and the question for for me today is am i am i preparing am i am i taking the time to prepare and wait so to make this really practical our our question for reflection today is have i prepared today for what i'm expecting and wanting god to do have i prepared today for what I'm expecting and wanting God to do.
Lord Jesus, thank you that you have given us the example of 30 plus years of preparation for three years of ministry. You've given us the example of what it looks like to be dependent upon the Father, to, to consider the Father's words as bread to sustain you and to give you life. Lord, I pray that you would prepare us today. I pray that you would root us deeply in your truth, in your character, in your goodness, in your favor, and that we would be a people who look to you in prayer and dependence, even as we look forward in what we desire to see have happen in your kingdom coming to earth. So would you prepare us today by your spirit and by your word, we pray in Christ's name and for his sake, so that through our lives and by our prayers your kingdom would come.